What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. This is Marilyn Mitchell, one of the women's ministry directors here at New Vision. And today I am so thankful that you've joined us for 1 Samuel, the 12th chapter. I will be reading the whole chapter, so bear with me. I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version, and it says this. And Samuel said to all Israel, Behold, I have obeyed your voice and all that you have said to me and have made a king over you. And now, behold, the king walks before you, and I am old and gray. And behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day. Here I am. Testify against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Or whose donkey have I taken? Or whom have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Or from whose hand have I taken a bribe to blind my eyes with it? Testify against me, and I will restore it to you. They said, You have not defrauded us or oppressed us or taken anything from any man's hand. And he said to them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness this day, that you have not found anything in my hand. And they said, He is witness. And Samuel said to the people, The Lord is witness, who appointed Moses and Aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may plead with you before the Lord concerning all the righteous deeds of the Lord that he performed for you and for your fathers. When Jacob went into Egypt and the Egyptians oppressed him, then your fathers cried out to the Lord, and the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt and made them dwell in this place. But they forgot the Lord their God. And he sold them into the hand of Sisera, commander of the army of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab. And they fought against them, and they cried out to the Lord and said, We have sinned, because we have forsaken the Lord, and have served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, that we may serve you. And the Lord sent Yerubbabel, and Barak, and Jephthah, and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and you lived in safety. And when you saw that Nahash, the king of the Ammonites, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. And now behold, the king whom you have chosen, for whom you have asked, behold, the Lord has set a king over you. If you will fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, and if both you and the king who reigns over you will follow the Lord your God, it will be well. But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you and your king. Now therefore stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. Is it not wheat harvest today? I will call upon the Lord that he may send thunder and rain, and you shall know and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord, and asking for yourselves a king. So Samuel called upon the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day, and all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And all the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to the Lord your God, that we may not die, for we have added to all our sins this evil, to ask for ourselves a king. And Samuel said to the people, Do not be afraid, you have done all this evil. Yet do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart, and do not turn aside after empty things that cannot profit or deliver, for they are empty. 
For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you, and I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. But if you still do wickedly, you shall be swept away, both you and your king. What an exit speech. Here is Samuel still saying, here I am. Here am I. From his very first call into the service of the Lord until these his last days, Samuel is still serving, still praying, still on mission for the kingdom of God, not himself. And, you know, I think this is just a reminder that in God's economy, there is no retirement plan, only the lifelong fear and faithful service of the Lord in gratitude and love for all he has done. So that, that's just a really quick conviction for us today is that from, again, first breath to last, we should be saying, here am I, Lord, here I am. Um, I love that. You know, I've heard it said that each of us is basically three people. We are the person that we believe ourselves to be. We are the person that others believe us to be. But then we are the person that God knows us to be, the person that we are fully before the Lord. And obviously, that third person is the true us, the one that is is fully bare before the Lord. And, And he knows our every thought our every desire. And that is the truest us. And so sometimes we have deceived ourselves into believing um, something different from what's true. And and maybe others believe something differently about us. But the reality is um, before the Lord, he alone knows our heart. Um, And that's kind of what I see here in this this chapter and in this confrontation, essentially, um, of the people of Israel by Samuel is, is he's reminding them who they are before the Lord. And there is such an important principle here that we need to see um, and, and take. And that is that he, twice he mentions to them to stand still. The first time he says, stand still so that I can plead with you before the Lord concerning the righteous deeds the Lord performed for you and for your fathers. He wants them to stand still and take account of who the Lord is and what the Lord has done on their behalf. Um, and then again, he says it. In verse 16, he says, Now therefore stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. Why do you think Samuel has them do that? Why do you think it's so important to him to emphasize and to reiterate that they need to stand still and see what the Lord has done and is doing? Well, I personally think it's because until we stand still and see the greatness of the Lord, remember his works on our behalf, we don't see and feel the full weight of our sin. And that is something that we must do and that the people of Israel had to do. We have to acknowledge and confess our sin. There's no fast forward. And I think that that's something that I've been guilty of um, and perhaps you have as well where when we have failed or we have strayed from what the Lord has called us to do, we very often, I very often want to fast forward the, the, you know, um, repentance process. I want to move quickly past the weight and the burden of what I've done into the forgiveness and the joy of the Lord, right? Um, now, the reality is 
the forgiveness and the joy of the Lord is mine and is an encouragement and is um, the blessing of a good, good father to um, extend. But the reality is we have to be willing to stand still and stand in the awareness of our sin and confront it because we can't repent what we won't confront. We can't be set free from something that we haven't fully looked at and consciously let go of. Does that make sense? And so I think that's what Samuel is trying to do here. You know, he's reminding them how time and time again, they forgot the Lord, their God. And yet the Lord has always been faithful. And I just think that that verse is so um, profound and, and, um, harsh, you know, appropriately harsh, but where he says, you know, you asked for a king, but the Lord, your God was your king. Like you said, a king has to reign over us, but the Lord, your God was your king. And yet you asked for this other king. And so he needs them to recognize and acknowledge the sin of that behavior. Um, and, and by the end they do. And again, I think that this is such a kindness of Samuel and of the Lord to confront them with this sin so that they could fully repent, um, and, and deal with that. And, and they do, like I said, and as we move into the, those last several verses, you know, the people said, please pray for us, Samuel, pray that we may not die. Cause we have added, they become fully aware. We have added to all our sins, this evil to ask for ourselves a king. Now, I just personally believe they had to come to that. I really believe that they had to come to that acknowledgement and that confession um, in order to move forward. And when they did that, now Samuel can say to them, don't be afraid. You have done all this evil. So again, I think we have to confront that sin occurred. Evil has happened. But if we do not turn aside from following the Lord, if we serve the Lord with all our heart and don't turn after empty things because they're empty, <laughs> the Lord won't forsake his people for his great name's sake and because it pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. So that's my encouragement to my heart and to yours this today is if there is something that you have tried to fast forward the repentance process in, I encourage you to stand still to stand down and to let the Holy Spirit convict. And then when the Holy Spirit does the work that he will do in your heart and in your spirit, then confess that, acknowledge it for what it is. Confess that sin and repent from it. And then do not forsake the ways of the Lord. Do not forget what he has done for us, what he has done for you, these great things. And then I just, you know, Samuel is so real and I love this. He's at the end of his life. He doesn't have time to mince words. And so he wants to encourage them. He says, listen, far be it from me not to pray for you. I will pray for you and I will instruct you in the good and the right way. And the good and the right way is this. Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. But he's not going to leave without this but. But if you still do wickedly. You shall be swept away, both you and your king. God forbid, right? For each of us in our own hearts, in our own battles that we are in, um, may we fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all our hearts in consideration of what great things he's done for us. Because um, otherwise, the alternative is being swept away in that wickedness. And that's, um, it's, it's a harsh reality, but it is reality nonetheless. But it is the kindness and the goodness and the love of our great, great father that he desires for us to be blessed and to be favored by him as we follow his good way 
which he has already prepared before us. And then, as Samuel promised them, it will be well. If you fear the Lord, serve him, obey him, don't rebel against his good and kind commandments. Follow the Lord your God and it will be well. It will. Our circumstances around us may not be well. Um, The condition of the world may not be well, but within our soul and in our spirit, it can be well if we will simply follow the Lord. So I pray that this conviction today um, sits with you, that we are still to be on mission for the King, saying, here am I, here I am, Lord. What would you have me to do? And then especially if there is some sort of sin that has not been fully confessed, fully dealt with, I encourage you to stand still before the Lord um, and let him do that convicting work because he is for you, not against you. And that hard work is for your good and for his glory. I hope you'll join us back as we continue in the next chapters of 1 Samuel. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.